Hey friend, my name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I wanted to share a story about prayer walking in Abbeville. So one of my friends was attending along with one of her friends, and so I had passed them, and they were doing the really beautiful work that I had shared in a previous episode around picking up trash and and blessing the person who had discarded it. And as you might, might expect in a depressed or more depressed area, there was plenty of trash. And so, and it started off just my friend was doing it. And then when her friend joined her, my friend kind of stopped and was like, what are you doing? You hate germs. And I mean, medical background in the family, it makes sense. You know, like some people just are more sensitive to germs than others. And, and the friend kind of paused and said, you know, I wasn't going to, this isn't comfortable for me, but the Lord reminded me that he came to earth and walked this earth as a man for all of our sakes. And so she had had this just precious moment with the Lord saying, I am asking you to do something that is not fun and that is hard. And yet I, I see, and I understand and I'm kind of like, please go ahead and do it. (laughs) And so the two of them gathered up handfuls of trash and they threw it in different trash bins. And so they were both praying and beautifying the space, which I just think is an amazing, amazing gift. And after they had finished, they were just reaching the square when a man came up to them. And, you know, sometimes you get the sense like this person is not entirely all correct. And that was kind of the sense. And so he was like, what's going on here? Um, What's, what's happening? And so they said, oh, there's going to be prayer on the square. And he mumbled something about needing $3 and having been invited to church by a cousin or a friend or something. And he, I don't remember if he had actually attended, but anyway, a, a, one of the Mormon churches in the area. And so they said, well, you're welcome to stay. And it was fairly apparent that he wasn't going to, but before he left, he said, Oh, let me give you a hug. And without waiting permission or anything else, he kind of enveloped both of them in a hug. And one of the things that I appreciate from Bob early on, he said, Amy, I don't let people touch me if they want to lay hands on me. Or sometimes I do, but there are some people that I just say, no, nope, I'm, let's not lay hands on today. That that really is, you need permission from someone in order to um, touch appropriately. And sometimes you don't want to grant permission. And in this case, this was somebody that they would not have granted permission because indeed he was carrying something unclean and he kind of walked off or vanished. And the two women were left feeling just slimed. Something in the spirit was on them and it was ugly and dirty. And at that moment, our friend Andrew came out and he kind of did a, a hand signal to show like, are you okay? Is everything cool? And my friend was like, I am not okay. And the Holy Spirit in that moment said, do you see what I'm sending you? And so she thought, oh, oh Lord, thank you. And so she went over and said, Andrew, I 
need you to pray a cutting free prayer for me because I am, yeah, I've been covered and it's yucky. And he said, oh yes, let me do that. And so as a brother, what one man had intended, and maybe he hadn't intended it to be evil, but just because of the presence he was carrying, he actually did manage to spread something yucky. Um, but what one man had done as an evil thing, he, Andrew was able to come and do in the opposite spirit and come in cleansing and in purity and in kindness and in brotherly affection. And so he came and he said, you know, let me, let me cleanse you. And he not only knew a prayer of cleansing to pray, but he also said, let me, let me wash you. Let me use water for cleansing. And so, uh, they, they stretched out their hands that were still so dirty from picking up all the trash. And he had the blessed water there to cleanse them. And then they were also, uh, after, after that, he said, you know, that's not actually enough. I hold on a second. And he pulled out of his jacket pocket, a little gavel, and he started beating the air. And I thought that is so precious. I found out later that, uh, he, had kind of debated, do I bring the gavel? Do I not bring the gavel? And in the end, he felt like, no, I, who knows if I might need it. And I think there was even some challenges related to like, which piece of clothing is it going to stay in so that it was actually on hand when necessary and not in a, you know, the jacket pocket somewhere else. And yet here he was there beating the air, but not, you know, the the apostle Paul talks about beating the air as (laughs) something that you is, is bad. You know, you don't want to beat the air fruitlessly or pointlessly. And yet in this case, this was a gift to say in the heavens, I am, I am breaking down things that are risen up against the Lord and against his anointed. And so to me, that would be an example of a prophetic declaration. I don't own a gavel, but now I'm kind of like, oh, maybe I need to go get a gavel. I mean, that seems like a pretty effective tool in the realm of prayer walking. But I just thought that that was so precious that the Lord truly was caring for all of his children in that moment. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.